Recently, the Japanese government released the results of tourism that's coming into Japan and the number of Japanese that are going abroad. The remarkable thing about the analysis that they provided is that China is now surpassing all other countries in terms of people coming to Japan and the volume of products that are purchased. This is really giving a boost to the economy, and it also is an interesting aspect of the Japan-China relationship, which is not always very rosy. Michael. They have come in like gangbusters and purchased lots of product, and it looks like, although the governments might not appreciate each other, the consumers certainly do. It's certainly、uh, not something that you really can sense so much here in Eastern Japan.、Uh, we, of course, if we, we walk on the streets nowadays, we hear more and more Mandarin,、mm-hmm. uh, and, and and you and it's you, especially around tourist sites. But they say that in Western Japan. There, this there is a phenomenon now of Chinese coming off tour ships, where they can store a lot of stuff if they buy it, and just cleaning out the place. I I have to laugh because I was in Hokkaido in June, and that's where I noticed it for the first time because I was in Otaru and speaking at the university there. And apparently, there are Japanese dramas that are shot in that city, and watched by the Chinese. So yes, they were buying all the goods, but they were also interested in the TV programs. How about that? Which was very surprising to me because I didn't think that a lot of the Japanese dramas had legs、mm-hmm. internationally, or, or be allowed by the censors into.、Uh, that's right, but that's what I was told by the locals there, and. I, I added, is this a positive or a negative? And it was a little bit mixed, and I hear that too in Tokyo, in Ginza, in these places where people are hearing Mandarin, and it's very it's crowded here、right. anyway. But it's even more crowded. The obvious interest in coming here is the weakening of the yen, so things are cheaper. Made in Japan is valued. The craftsmanship. This is all a positive. And it's interesting, as we talked earlier about Japan's public diplomacy, that you you have people coming here. I don't think, though, that there's a link to public diplomacy objectives taking place. So、mm-hmm. people come here and shop, and they leave. But how many of them are gaining a more positive impression? We we don't really know because we haven't been. Focusing on public opinion, or even doing focus groups、right. with them, and I think we should. That's something that I hope to do at Cuffs, because Chinese and Korean students make up the majority of the foreign students here too.、Right. Over a hundred thousand out of the approximately one hundred and thirty thousand originate from China and South Korea. So you've got a ready-made sort of market group here,、mm-hmm. and it's very exciting. To think about how we could improve regional、sure. public diplomacy related to shopping, but ultimately, but, but it's not just one way. It's it's the Japanese side is having its vision of, in this case, China、yes. completely reworked. That's right. Remember, for most persons of a certain age, we won't go into what that age is.、Yeah. Uh, China is a poor country.、Mm. It's of you know eight hundred million peasants. Right. And suddenly. Right. Here are all these millions, and it was over four million Chinese tourists have come here in the first ten months of the year. Amazing,、uh, which is no country has ever、yeah. sent four million in,、uh, of its citizens into Japan before. 
and they're not poor. They're not no, staying they're in not. the cheap hotels. Right. And the, the the reflection of that was that there there are a set of words that, oh, that are chosen each year right. as the word of the year. And there are about 50 candidates. And the winner, well, it was co-winner. There were, there were two chosen. But the, the winner that everybody said this should be the word of the year is about Chinese buying. It's called Bakugai. Bakugai. Bakugai, which is <laughs> explosive <laughs> buying. Yes. And uh, like I was saying about the, the tour ships, they, they, the tour ships come, they walk down the gangplanks, they go into the buses, whatever, and then they arrive and they clean out yes. the store. They buy everything. Now, maybe that's not a positive in terms of the politics. Let me, and I want to say this. It says it's possible that what they're doing is converting their yuan into some physical object. But, you know, they're buying Japanese. Mm-hmm. Okay, Japan is still not as big a tourist destination as it could be, maybe. But certainly the vision of Chinese as the future of Japan's tourism bid, and we know that this government is very interested in tourism, it, it's an interesting counterpoint to the aggression and, and belligerence that both sides have been showing over the Senkaku Islands. It is, and as you know, I have lived in China, and I've taught at Tsinghua, and I will be back there again this spring. And when you're there in China, you realize that that image, that stereotype of abject poverty is not the case in the major cities. Now, what you will see are people from the poor areas, and they're working in the restaurants, cleaning the bathrooms, and you get stared at immensely. In in Japan, you don't get stared at, but you get looked at like you're Angelina Jolie or Brad Pitt because they haven't seen the foreign visitors. And yet they are, they're migrants and they don't have the same rights in the, in the cities that the Beijingers do. Or, mm-hmm. uh, but with that, uh, the word of the year, uh, it's a stereotype and it, and it's mindful of the stereotype of the traveling Japanese because I did an interview this week with a woman who is the director of a great group called Lunch Trip and she's also a blogger and she's the community manager for Pinterest. And Mm -hmm. she did a one-year study abroad at the University of Oregon. She was told by her multicultural friends there, she said, her name's Ami. She said, "Uh, I was told I'm not a typical Japanese. And I said, what's a typical Japanese? And she said, well, they told me it's a student who hangs out in the library. And when the student's not in the library, he's with other Asians Mm -hmm. or with other Japanese, sticks to his own in a group. And so that's a stereotype. This is the same stereotype of sticking to a group and cleaning out the shop. So whenever you sort of narrow cast who Mm -hmm. a people are, we don't realize all the different languages and dialects and Muslims in China and all kinds of religions there, just reducing people to, oh, we've got a lot of shoppers in China. I'm not sure if that's going to really contribute to mutual understanding better communications if we don't make a real concerted, strategic effort to talk to each other and dialogue with each other. One of my friends who runs a shop gets a lot of Chinese, and she was telling me it was sort of reinforcing for her some negative mm-hmm. stereotypes because there, the, there was, in her mind and her experience, 
a different type of shopper coming a in. A social interaction yes. they're not quite used to. And they, should, right. have, they should have training and, and cultural uh, indoctrination before they get off the boat because it's, it is a little bit rough and a little bit, um, you know. And that's what Japan is very good really good at because when I came here in 1993, I've shared before that we were given a do's and don'ts right. recipe. And it does give you a little bit of a layout of the land. It also makes you uh, hypersensitive to making mistakes. So there, it has to be more back and forth. Mm -hmm. And that's where the conversation and dialogue is really good, get people around the table. So what Ami did, she held sushi rolling parties, but for an international network. And she had some Asians there, but it was idea. designed to get people talking as they were making a very mm -hmm. traditional Japanese dish. But in the case of the, the the towns, particularly in Western Japan, that are being called upon by these, these ships, and but Otaru, of course, is a Hokkaido, it's at yep. the other end. Uh, the phenomenon of course, it looks like salvation economically. I'm sure. Yes. I'm because sure. you say, That's okay, right. it's rough. These people use their elbows and they knock each other they're over. They're saying amen. And they're yeah. saying, but at the end of the day, the cash register is full of cash and the shelves are sure. empty. Sure. And they say, that's great. And so it's a trade off. And let's face it, anything that further, yes, that, that somehow paints the Chinese in a positive way, even if it's this, this very, very commercial, uh, it's very, a very, very, yeah. You know, boxing term that we use a baku guy. You know, it, it has both negative and positive connotations of of buying, but also being rough about it. That's right. Uh, because it's a, it's a explosive <laughs> buying. It's not some other. Uh, I kind mean, of that's adjective. why I saw it as a little bit of a negative mm -hmm. word of the year. But well, I'd like five of those. <laughs> <laughs> but the other point here, though, is that as we found with um, exchange of students, is that these people come back to their home countries as ambassadors to talk about what they did and what they saw and the kind of experience that they had. And I think the Chinese also, I mean, these are a lot of Chinese that are going back to a country that is t traditionally known as some someone who doesn't really appreciate the Japanese. You're right. Going but back with good, good stories, good products. I've got a gift for you too. Well, potentially they are ambassadors. But here again, let me give an example. When I worked at USIA, we have the International Visitors Program, mm -hmm. now referred to as International Visitors Leadership Program. The embassies overseas would handpick people, up-and-coming journalists, business people, they still do it today, and they come to the U.S. for two to three weeks study tours. Some of these people we know from research return to their home countries with reinforced negative mm -hmm. uh, interpretations of America because that short trip, it can go either way. If you are really open-minded, if you are looking at all sides, if you're introduced to different points of view, mm -hmm. if you read up on it, there are a lot of, there's a lot that goes into really improving your intercultural understanding. So if it's if you don't make that concerted effort, the easy thing to do, because we're all sort of using mental shortcuts, right. is to just default on these cultural stereotypes. Sure. So we have to be careful, and that's why I believe so much in education. You, you, you have to. They're going to come regardless. We want them to return. I like it that the cash registers are singing, but I also I want to use those students who are coming here as a resource of of understanding and make them feel like 
they indeed become East Asian ambassadors, not mm -hmm. just nation brand ambassadors. And a lot of them, when I tell them this, they've never even thought about themselves in that mm -hmm. context. Well, I think this is just another example of the, the change that we're seeing that technology, and in particular the internet, allows people access to information that normally was not accessible, or maybe it was able to be accumulated by individuals, but not at the rapid pace that it is now. And so we're seeing as we talk about politics, economy, the military strength of, of Japan and their involvement uh, throughout you know, the South Pacific, it's, um, it's really changed. And, and even the things that we talk about now, based on experience that we've had in the recent past, the, the, the sand is just really shifting. Well, in this case, well, we all ex expected that it would take years and years for Chinese tourists to arrive. Mm. That because of the, the tensions that pushed down the numbers for mm -hmm. a long time, that the, the, re the rebound would take a long time. But it's happened over a year. Right. And it's happened even as the supposedly anti-Chinese Mr. Abe is still prime minister. There was no need for a political changeover. Right. So from, in terms of the politics, this is really, really bizarre. And Japan got four has received four million of China's tourists. That's out of 60 million that China sent out this year, and they're going to be sending out more and more and more as the country becomes mm -hmm. more and more wealthy. Japan wants a piece of that, sure. whatever. Mm -hmm. Whether it's a positive image, a negative mm -hmm. image, who cares? Mm -hmm. We want a slice of that pie, mm -hmm. right? It's not directly related, but the IMF has also recognized the Chinese currency in the basket of goods that it'll be uh, considered as SDRs, yeah. Yes, so that's reputable currencies. Is reputable currencies, so it's just going to get bigger and bigger as long as we don't blow it politically, which <laughs> is, <laughs> is up in the air. <laughs> Thank you very much for watching. As you see, we are always examining issues of political importance. Sometimes they are directly related to what's going on with Abenomics or politics as defined by the current Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. But we're always watching these issues. We invite you to comment and participate in the conversations as we have them.